Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I will be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Recording the session this early in the day, it feels like, it just feels weird, like drinking Coke before like nine o'clock or something. It's a weird vibe. What's weird about that? <laughs> uh, nothing. It's the breakfast of champions. Stace Babcock. So uh, there was a street fair in my area yesterday, and I sat out on the porch and used my R2-D2 cooler and got tons of walk-by compliments. Nice. Fuck yeah. Enough that I was like, I better put this in, like, make sure I put this inside over there. Yeah. You know? But, like, it was cool. It was cool. Mm -hmm. And Alex Finn. I'm just pretending this is a pajama party, and this is, like, this is kind of really, like, wholesome at the moment, you know? Having a pajama party with my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For the listeners' reference, it's because we're recording at 9 a.m. for Alex and Samson. Woo! <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> but, Samson, is there anything you do recommend for our listeners? Oh, boy, do I. Hey, listeners, have you heard of Die Hard Dice? I would hope so at this point, but just in case, Die Hard Dice is a purveyor of beautiful polyhedral rocks that you can use to play your favorite TTRPGs, such as Numenera or the Wizards one. They have really cool colors and stuff. And if you want some of that, you can use our code Explorers Wanted at checkout and you get 10% off your order. You get high quality dice. We get a little kickback from that. So you are also supporting the show. And yeah, do it. Explorers Wanted at checkout. Who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Samson. Dope. <laughs> So last time, Dilly and Nyx went to go talk to Marta, and well, we went to go try to root around in her paperwork, so Nyx did a thing that made Marta start (laughs) shitting and throwing up at the same time. (laughs) Not very graceful, but we got her out from under her desk and into the bathroom, so Nyx had time to go root around and stuff. We found out that Deneb's room is checked out to one Jaka. And that there are lots of receipts to Jaka, and Jaka has been here for three weeks before the events of the present. I also saw the payments that Marta is giving out to the Stoneburners, and that she's getting like a little bit of a discount on those payments whenever Jaka is staying here. Although that's not by much, because there's still like payments of like a thousand shins, and she's only charging like a shin a person a night. So, some questionable bullshit going on there. Nyx also nabbed an extra key to Deneb's room, so now we have that in our back pocket. So after helping Marta as best we can, we go back to the room, find that Cha-Cha is missing. Cha-Cha. It's an adventure. Yeah, so since it's Cha-Cha, we have nothing to do except wait to see if something explodes or if she just shows Mm -hmm. up again. So Nyx goes to sleep. Dilly starts a 28-hour project to craft a disguised necklace so that he doesn't have to have a line of sight on Nyx all the time to keep up with the disguise. Ooh, good idea. During all this, Nyx has a dream. Dreams of a forest with snake imps, and they're all like, Mistress, what's up? (laughs) Sorry. There's a bit of a conversation there. I think the important points are that Nyx is leading or going to lead the imps to the hot rock of eternity. That's right. Where they may sunbathe and grace and whatever. Hey, I mean, that's important. Yeah. Nyx also learns that Buddy Cop and his minions are eating imps. And that Buddy Cop has Cha-Cha. And that I think Nick sent the imps to go help Cha-Cha or do something. He tried to set them on Buddy Cop and also instructed them to protect Cha-Cha, who is the key 
to their future. Right. Yeah. Ooh, nice. So the imps are hopefully going to go help with that. So she wakes up, finds Dilly in a somewhat manic all-nighter state, building his thing. So Nyx goes and does her thing for a little bit, climbs out the window, goes shopping, steals a bunch of ciphers, including one blemish-covering cipher, which will be useful. She also ditches the Canadian tuxedo, picks up a snakeskin tuxedo, I think. Oh. And then comes back undisguised, gets a new room under the code name Boa. Oh. And also her disguise includes a very stiff customer service voice that I found very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> so Boa talks to Deneb, and then Nick comes back in to the room. And then we ended with having to deal with four additional ciphers to kind of pass around because Nix is starting to feel the effects of cipher sickness. And then I don't quite remember what the cliffhanger was. The cliffhanger was Nix hearing in her ear, Mistress. Oh, 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 right, 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 right. Meanwhile, in Cha-Cha land. Doing Cha-Cha things. Cha-Cha has been taken to this kind of in-betweeny, quote, off-planet place that I guess Cha-Cha can't teleport away from on her own and she talks to buddy cop appears as his floating face and buddy cop wants to clear up the rest of the debt with cha-cha and mentions that one of the ways to do that is to open the door and then some options are given on how they want to do that but cha-cha is just like what the fuck <laughs> and <laughs> and then sweet bastion kind of uh, ruins the moment by suddenly attacking imps that have appeared in the space Buddy Cop's a little salty about that. But then, since Chacha's not really making any hard decisions on this, Buddy Cop just says, fuck it, we'll come to you. And then fades away, and Chacha is now just hanging out in the mirror dimension or whatever, in interdimensional waters. Mm -hmm. It's interdimensional waters. Who knows what you need to do? So, Nix, you hear in your ear, for the first time when not dreaming, Mistress... Nyx holds up, like, one finger towards Dilly, but I don't know that Dilly... Like, Dilly's super absorbed, right, right now? No, I think at the moment we're trying to deal with... Dilly's in, like, one of those, like, 15-minute breaks that he can get, because we have those four additional ciphers, so Dilly's paying attention. Okay, so Nyx will say, uh, one moment, Dilly, my, uh, my children are calling me. <laughs> <laughs> Bork, and, what? <laughs> and she steps away, and she's like, yo, what's up? They ate us. Who ate you? Buddy Cop? The little one. Bastion. We could not retrieve her from his coils. We are sorry to have failed you, mistress. To have failed the Maw Unending. Ooh, the Maw Unending. Okay. You have not failed me. You have tried your best, and we will rise again, and we will reach the Hot Rock, and I will avenge you. And all of your siblings. What would you have us do? You must be quick and do not confront directly. But I need to know where Buddy Cop goes and what Buddy Cop is doing. But stay in the shadows and run away if you are noticed. Yes, it shall be done, mistress. Thank you. I appreciate that. And take care of yourself, okay? <laughs> Drink your water. There's no response. Now I'm just picturing that snake head and the glass of water. <laughs> thinking it that way. <laughs> going down. Just bury your whole head in the water yeah. glass. And <laughs> Mistress demands we stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> and then <I> sleep. <laughs> Eight hours a night. What? <laughs> Mistress says coffee doesn't count. <laughs> harsh but she is correct <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's about that moment where cha-cha suddenly crawls out from underneath the bed <laughs> <laughs> yeah having been sent back by bastion okay so nix looks a little different now so her non-disguise disguise, like, she's just let her snaky hair just, like, set it free. Like, it just, like, undulates, like, independently, like, all the little tendrils. And she's, like, showing her fangs. Nice. She's wearing, like, a lot of snakeskin. Nice. Like, a lot of snakeskin. Eventually, she's going to put on dramatic makeup, but she hasn't yet. 
Nice. I like it. I like it a lot. Got to find the right stuff that sticks to like scales, not just skin. Well, Nyx isn't scaly. When you look at Nyx and just in this new outfit, you notice that her pupils are now slitted. So I missed a lot, huh? Oh, yeah, just a little. Let's see. Let's just, well, first of all, so we do know that you were with Buddy Cap and Chacha. Wow, there is really a lot to recap here. Um, so long story <laughs> short, my, what do the imps call themselves, Daniel? Have they said? They have not said. Uh, she'll ask that next time. So uh, my imp followers have reached out to me and now we can communicate, Chacha. And I'm going to lead them to the hot rock of eternity. And I sent them to try and help you elude Buddy Cop, but apparently Bastion ate them. So if you could really, like, prevail upon Bastion to stop eating my followers, I would really, really appreciate it. Because I will have to avenge them. You get what I'm saying? Quick thing. White noise bubble up the whole time. This is happening. Okay. I'm going to have to ask him if he can sustain himself on anything other than dicks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because, like, I know you like Bastion, so I'm not trying to fuck with Bastion, but, like, he's got to stop eating them. That is a fair request, and next time I see him, I will make it. Okay. And say, hey, maybe stop eating dicks or eat fewer dicks. I think, really... Chacha, I haven't asked them what they prefer to be called, but I would, I, imps might be a little bit better of a term temporarily. Like, they're not dicks. They're actually, like, kind of cute and very loyal. <laughs> they just terrorized Chacha for almost her entire existence before she met up with you. <laughs> oh, I also told them, Chacha, that you are to be protected, and they are trying to help free you from the coils of Buddy Cap. Okay, fair. We will go on a sliding scale of forgiveness. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. I get that, too. Like, I don't... It's because you're associated with Buddy Cop, I think, has been the main issue. Oh, yeah. I totally get that. Like, you kind of don't want to be friends with your enemy's friends. So it's kind of like one of those moments where you're just like, man, you're friends with so-and-so, so you must be a dick as well. And then you learn, like, no, maybe they had a falling out or... They weren't actually friends. They were just acquaintances. So maybe we can also be friends. Yeah. And I also think I may have sent them into a situation, Cha-Cha, that they were not equipped for. I'm not like 100% on their abilities. But for now, they're just spying for me. They they got caught real darn quick. I think they can bastion it. Maybe Buddy Cop can sense them and just yoink them back into existence and eat them. Just, Just warning you. Yeah, I told them to be careful and to, like, run away. Ooh, I could have them spy on other people. Yeah, maybe have them spy on people who are in this physical plane rather than the people who will eat them and can sense their existence. I did not know that they could sense their existence. Me either. We learned together. Nyx tries to hit redial. How would Nyx like to go about that? (laughs) She still has a medallion, right? Mm-hmm. So she'll she'll take it out and she'll put it on and then she'll grab it and she'll be like, uh, c- c- come to me, my children. I have things to tell you. <laughs> it's like when your mom's calling you on the phone. There isn't a response to that just yet. Next, we'll put it in her mouth. You get this weird feeling from the necklace like it's waiting for something. Nix is just going to try a bunch of shit. She's like kind of standing in the corner like Cha-Cha and Dilly can do whatever they want during this time. She like puts it in her mouth. She, like, tries to drop a little acid mm-hmm. on it. Well, it's just, like, a little drop. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So are you just trying to go through everything snake-like you can think of? Kind of. No, but, like, any like anything that, like, would activate a charm. She'll, like, rub it between her hands for a little bit. She'll, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, it gets really uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm going to say you go through all this stuff since you're doing that. It's not until at some point where you get frustrated and you actually involuntarily hiss at it. Yeah, hissing, that's good. I feel like she would have gotten there. Yeah, that's when you feel like almost something emanate from it. And then a moment later, slithering up from a shadow by the bed in the room, for the first time visual when not dreaming, 
with your new eyes. <gasps> you see an imp slither up. Cha-Cha, you also see the imp appearing. Dilly, you're just standing <laughs> there and you see both of them, like, suddenly turn their heads to look at nothing. <laughs> no, I think if there wasn't anything, like, immediately, like, what Cha-Cha and Nyx were talking, like, if there wasn't, like, immediately pressing, Dilly would, like, start fidgeting and then start, like, edging back over to his project. And I think at this point has fully mm-hmm. absorbed back into that. You called Mistress. Yes, I called. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate that. As you can see, Cha-Cha, the key. Um, incidentally, Cha-Cha, all you hear from these imps are hissing and spitting sounds. Nyx is the parcel time. Oh my god, I was trying to think of it. Thank you, Samson. <laughs> is Nyx hissing in return? Oh. What do you want it to be? I think that would be dope. Ooh, secret language. Okay. You notice that Nyx, when she's talking to them, when she sees them and is engaging with them directly, she's making hissing sounds as well. In fact, she's making hissing sounds that don't make sense with the shape of Nyx's mouth. And she just flicks out her tongue every now and then as well. Mm Mm-hmm. A forked tongue, but like thick like a human's too. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's not, it's not comfortable to watch. Uh, I have come into new information, so tell me, first of all, what do you call yourselves as a people? We are us. Some call us imps. Some call us chaos. Some call us dicks. We're less fond of that one. Yeah, I have politely requested that people stop calling you dicks. Um, but what do you like to be called? Whatever mistress prefers. Uh, I think that you are the children of the hot rock. Yes. Cool. Um, so the reason I brought you here today is uh, because I came into some information and I have learned that the children do not have defenses against Buddy Cop and his types of followers. Is that true? They can touch us. Yeah. Yes. So, I would like to rescind my previous orders and send you guys on a safer mission, where, because I do not want you to be eaten. But you are the maw on ending. Oh, Nyx is the ma- Oh, damn, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Put that on your character sheet. I get it. Okay, because she has, like, a lake of acid in her fucking stomach, right? Um. Your belly is the hot rock. Oh. Ooh, so how do you like Children of the Maw better? I like that, don't you? Yes. All right. Thank you for the clarification in the context. <laughs> You're welcome, mistress. Do you think that you can spy on Buddy Cop without a high number of imps getting eaten? I'm Excuse me, high number of children getting eaten. We can try. Not all his creatures can see us. All right. So some of you should spy on Buddy Cop. But if there are creatures who can sense you nearby, I do not want you to get close, okay? Okay. It sounds kind of disappointed. It is because I have another task. Yes, whatever mistress requires. So, I search for the fire. Fire? The fire that Buddy Cop corrupted, and I must find its source. And its source is inside the high man's view. Are you familiar? High man's view? Yes, that is what it's called. We do not know this place. Alright, I'll take a little walk in a minute and then I'll like call you and then I'll show it to you, okay? And then I just need you guys to go in there and just like look around for this fire and let me know where it is. Yes. Awesome. You've been doing a lot for me, so just before you go, is there anything that I can do for you and the other children? The imp turns and looks at Cha-Cha and says, Could she put on a show? Be like the way she squeaks when we hurt the children. When you hurt the... Oh, no. Okay, so uh, 
So hurting children is kind of off the table in general. (laughs) Deal breaker. Did you know that children also squeal when you make them happy? (laughs) How do you make children happy? God, if only we knew. (laughs) With, With fun surprises and safe. Yes, fun surprises. That are fun to the children. Okay, my messenger. Isn't this a bit circular? (laughs) Do you know about kindness? We love surprises. Pleasant surprises. Pleasant surprises create less chaos. Oh, you're all about the chaos. Got it. Well, I mean... Well, first of all, how do you even hurt the children? Like, aren't you not... Can you not physically interact with them? When we concentrate, when we work together, many things are possible. Oh, so you're all about numbers and teamwork. Oh, that's cool. Yes. Listen, please leave children alone, temporarily. Or, I mean, like, forever. That's permanent. But I can probably come up with a list of people for you to give, like, fun surprises to. To cause chaos. Yes. Like the village. Yes. Not the village. Not villagers. These are our enemies. Why don't you work together to put, like, spring fun, your definition of fun, surprises on our enemies and cause disruption? It's fun and effective and beneficial. Sure. Just give it a shot. Sounds utterly unconvinced. Yeah. <laughs> Just give it a shot. As mistress commands. Thank you. And he fades into nothing. Okay. Next turn is to, ch- to Cha-Cha. I felt like there was something she specifically wanted to relay. Well, uh, so Cha-Cha, I told him to stop messing with kids. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, now you see why I called them dicks. Yeah, no, I didn't. Re- I'm learning a lot here, Cha-Cha, you know. Um, <laughs> so, but I did also ask them to go to the high man's view and scope it out inside. Is that the one with the jibay? No. <laughs> no, it is the uh, the tavern, Cha-Cha, where we ate lunch, where the fire is. Is that the one where we met the guy with the tattoos who was going to give us abs? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, don't forget, Stacey said Nix was going to take a walk and then call them because they didn't know where it was. Yeah. So uh, I'll have to go there later. Fair. Fair. Also, can't guys, Nix kind of tries to get Dilly's attention, but she also knows it's like a really iffy thing. They call me the Ma Unending, which is just like dope as hell. Unending Mom. That's cool. Yeah. That that seems like something good to put on your resume, right? Yeah. That's good. M- Mistress Boa, the Ma Unending. This is my new persona. That's a good title. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Wait, did you say ma or mom? What? Ma. Ma. Okay. Yeah, Not ma. Sense. Ma. Sorry. <laughs> the mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole prophecy for Nyx. Like, she's just laying eggs oh. as she goes. <laughs> oh, that's oh. I was going to ask, how do you make more children? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, you know what? No. Don't want to know. It's I fine. think they reproduce themselves somehow. Maybe you could do a Yoshi. Like you eat something and then you like poop it out and mm. That makes total sense to me. <laughs> They're Yoshiing. <laughs> oh, so at this point, Nix is just going to go into Chacha's makeup bag and experiment with some dramatic eye makeup. There. Okay. What does the dramatic eye makeup look like? I'm not much of a makeup person personally. So uh, apologies if like, I'm not describing it like with. Real words. I help. Okay, so Alex, what would it be if like you just did like really dark all around the eyes and then like taper it off around the at the edges? You want a smoky eye? Is it? But like dark though, I'm thinking. Above and below. Yeah, you can do smoky eye. Oh, so a while ago there was this really, really cool like gem themed. <gasps> so basically the background's black smoked out and then the top is like a dark. Well, I did it with like a dark emerald green. And you like blend it together. Mm. And you did it with gemstones? I'm just thinking that scales would be cool. So yeah, so the like the smoky eye, as you're saying, and then like a connecting line all the way back into her hair, like a straight line from the corner of the where it like tapers together back into her hairline. So it's like really Should she put something across her nose? Would that be dope? Yes, I think just to make it like across. 
it's like mask it's not really mm-hmm. it's made out of makeup and it's small yeah. but it goes all the way across yeah okay cool what's everybody else doing until he continues to work on his project i think that's going to be what he does until after dinner time i think that's when the 28 hours are going to be up so mm-hmm. daily's gonna be super boring this episode i'm sorry no i think that's never fair. you're doing something chat is just kind of sitting there and nodding i love dilly crafting time dilly deserves crafting time but I will remind Nixon Chacha that we have four additional ciphers we need to deal with before things get spicy. Alex, how many uh, open cipher slots do you have? None. But I feel like we can get rid of some of the ones I have. Well, the extra ciphers we have are just junk ciphers. Like, we don't even know what they are. They're just just going to break them down later. But we also have an additional room if Nix wants to move them over. Mm. Yeah, Nix will move them over there. And so she'll climb out the window. And if, if Dilly wants to keep crafting... Well, Nix will fill in Cha-Cha on, like, the whole second room situation and, like, try and find disguises where we don't have to have disguises. So mm-hmm. if Cha-Cha wanted to come up with her her thing, mm-hmm. it would be a good time. Cha-Cha was never disguised, so Cha-Cha is yep. free in that regard. Cha-Cha's doing what Cha-Cha does. Oh, Cha-Cha was never disguised. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dope. Yeah. Yeah, it was really just Nix that was a... Well, she was disguised at the front desk when you guys checked in. She just wasn't disguised at dinner with Deneb. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I feel like Deneb's the important thing, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, then, it, you know, I don't want Nix to take up the whole time. So if you guys want to do things, but then the next thing that Nix would do then is put, like, climb out the window, climb back up into hers, put the ciphers in that room, and then just go to the high man's view and point it out to the children of the maw. Okay. So you walk over to the high man's view. It's hopping, just like. Always. There is one difference, though. While this currently unoccupied, someone has prepared a fifth spike at the second floor exterior. Nix will turn to someone else in line and be like, Hello, stranger. What is up with those spikes? (laughs) Oh, that's... There was such a to-do a couple weeks ago. I honestly have forgotten about it now. And there's these bodies up there still. Apparently... Some spies trying to infiltrate. They were dealt with quickly. When they all appeared, the Stoneburners took action to make sure that Bodrov was safe from any other infiltrating organizations. I see. It is uh, good that they are keeping us safe. Have they recently caught another spy? No idea. No idea. But I would assume somebody is getting punished up there. They prepare the spike. They tend to do that, you know, usually a little bit before. They like to show the violator what's coming. I don't know. It could be related. Uh, There was somebody that was set free of the Jibay outside. So could be related to that. Thank God. It's only the Jibay guy. I thought it was Clemuel. Mm. Yeah, I think it's going to be Clemuel, probably. Cause... Oh, I see. Thank you for informing me. And Nyx will, like, walk sort of off, like, off to the side because she's about to talk to her, her people. Mm-hmm. And once she gets in, like, close enough to point it out, but far enough away that, like, she can hiss <laughs> in relative privacy. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was just trying to think if there's something Nyx could do to make it seem like she wasn't like, there was a reason she was hissing that wasn't talking to invisible people. <laughs> eh, can't think of anything. So she'll just, like, angle herself towards, like, a wall or something and hiss at the medallion. Okay. There's a moment, and then out of the shadows. They seem to come out of the shadows wherever they are, no matter how small the shadow is. Like, even if it's a shadow being cast by, like, a trash can or something like that. And one of these imps slithers out, impossibly large for the shadow they're coming out of. And they bow. Mistress, you called? We came. Phrasing. Hello, my child. Are they distinct? So far, you haven't noticed any difference between them. They appear relatively, like, at least physically, they don't appear to have distinctive features. You are aware of my task that I described earlier? Yes, mistress. We spoke moments ago. Oh, you are my messenger. <laughs> Sorry, I just imagined and be like, yeah, I just saw you, can't you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, we've actually met before. 
My apologies. And Nyx is going to be pacing while she does this. I guess she's just going with, like, weird snake person pacing and hissing to herself. Oh, that's a choice. That's what she's doing. Mm-hmm. And um, she'll say, this is the tavern that must be investigated. And it is urgent. I'm concerned that the stone burners, the uh, gang that runs this town, is going to kill one of my companions. How will we know these stone burners? Oh, yeah. Primarily, they have tattoos on their chest made from molten Sith, and most of them have stacked abs, although I cannot promise that that is, like, across the board. Across the washboard. Ah. And their leader is named Carlisle, and their recruiter is named Tarek. And you have witnessed my journeys from the shadows... We watch sometimes. Mistress needs her privacy. Oh, that's respectful. I really appreciate that. So you are aware of my companion, Clemuel. She is, and Nyx describes Clemuel without using her words because she doesn't remember. No, Stace doesn't remember exactly what Clemuel looks like. And also, and she makes like a drinking, like the universal like drinking motion with her hand. Ah, yes. The thirsty one. Yes, yes, the thirsty one. I believe that she is in danger, and she, again, as with Dilly and Chacha, is one of the Ma's companions, and she must be found quickly. Do you wish us to silence her? No, I wish you to save her, if possible. I do not know your capabilities, but show them to me by making her safe. Yes, mistress. We will show you what we can do. Awesome. No, that's very exciting. Innocent people are like kind of a no-go for me, though. I just want to make that clear. Stone burners. Very disappointed. Guards. <laughs> um, but the people just eating lunch, like, just, just leave them alone. I mean, aren't the guards just employees collecting a paycheck? Uh, yeah, but they are, like, also upholding a system. And <laughs> and that's, like, mostly our thing. Yeah, actually, I was going to actually talk to you about this. I think if we could cause some chaos against the systems existing in the Ninth World and Navarine, that would be the best. But we could talk about that later. Like, right now, it's just really important to, like, find Clemuel. We do not like systems. Yeah, systems suck, right? Like, especially when they're used for the enrichment of a few. (sighs) Yeah. So when we cause chaos, we cause it against the system. Yes. Yes. It shall burn. (laughs) It shall die within our coils for the maw unending. That sounds great. Once you save Clemuel, my companion, take her to a safe place and then let me know where that is. Do not bring her to me at the motel. Safe place. A hidden place. Separate. Yes. Yes. Sweet. Yeah, no, go for it. Thank you, my messenger. Are you always the one who comes to me? You you can't tell us apart? Oh, no. No. Not yet. I want to. New eyes. Still can use them. Ah, this will help. And the imp slithers very, very close to you, bringing their sort of massive monk face very close to yours with their glittering black teeth. And they come close to you, like just within like a centimeter of your nose. And they flick out their tongue and lick your nose. Oh, I thought I was going to lick your eyes. And I was like, oh. And you notice there's like this weird smell, this almost like musty smell (gasps) to it. And says, my signature. Uh, Thank you. And then they fade away. Bye. And next we'll go wait in the line for lunch. Okay, what is Cha-Cha doing? Dilly's working, so what is Cha-Cha doing while Nyx is going to wait at the high man's view trying to get in for lunch? So we all went out and saw the spikes, and we're like, okay, yeah. Mm. Well, Cha-Cha could have been with Nyx. I thought it was just Nyx. Okay. But Nyx, but you could have been with Nyx but if Dilly's you But Dilly's crafting. I'm trying to think, like, what would Cha-Cha do? Like, because she knows that Buddy Cop is headed towards them. 
But she hasn't told anybody that yet. Right, yeah. <laughs> Did Nick seem, like, distracted when she went out on her walk? I think you knew what she intended to do. I think she had told you that. Yeah, no, I said if Chacha wants to come with. I think when we were discussing, like, a disguise mm. for Chacha. But if, if Chacha wanted to be there... Oh, then she would have gone with... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you've just sort of awkwardly stood around while she had this hissing conversation in the alley. So you're with her in the line now? Yeah. Oh, um, next, I have something to say. Like, it's like, um, 50... Hmm, I wouldn't say... Chacha, um, Boa, when I am in this disguise. Oh, Boa, I have something to say. I was gonna claim it was 50-50, but it's more like 90-10 odds. Okay. Um, 90-10 odds that Buddy Cop is coming here. Okay. Yeah, I just... My children are watching him. Oh, he can eat now, too, so maybe stop that. I told them to be careful. Okay. Samson, you shook your head. Why? I thought you uh, pulled them back watching Buddy Cop and... Mm, No, I told them that if there was anyone that could sense them near Buddy Cop to stay away. Oh, okay. And then to also do this. And to also terrorize our enemies, but I haven't given them a list yet. Gotcha. Mm Mm-hmm. So you guys wait in line for like an hour and a half before you start getting close to the door. It's a different bouncer this time. Once again, huge individual. And they have sort of shoulder-length hair that has been clearly dyed blue. And they're roughly, once again, like easily over 200 pounds of muscle. But they also have like a clear, like a silver mark on their shoulder, not a full tattoo. So it's not like a full stone burner symbol, but they clearly are wearing a shirt that's designed to show off that mark. Do they also have abs? You can't see their abs. That's why I'm on this podcast, abs. Yeah, and they're not wearing a particularly like form-fitting shirt or anything like that. I mean, you can see their arms, so you can see how strong they are, but you can't necessarily see a lot of definition about their, their torso or anything like that. And as you approach, they kind of look you guys up and down, and you here just for lunch or... Yes, we heard about your establishment and would like to eat lunch. <laughs> I love that Boa's got that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Bouncer just sort of blinks at her expression. Right, this very dramatic outfit um, and makeup, and she's just like, I must not talk like myself. <laughs> I think Chacha also gives her like a look of, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I'm like, I'm I'm kind of like thinking, so do I do an evens or odds roll? That Chacha is like, oh, we have to talk like this when we're with Boa. Well, Nyx was talking like that to Chacha when she told Chacha to call her Boa in this outfit. Mm -hmm. So it's up to you, Alex, what Chacha would pick up on. I kind of want to do it just to do it. The fuck with Samson? Because he hates that voice. I don't hate that voice. That customer service voice that I do? You do an announcer voice. That's <laughs> that's different. <laughs> it's on a whole nother level. Wait, did Chacha appear to Tarek as without disguise? Yes, yes. Well, wait. She was wearing an outfit. I forget what her outfit was. So she was in disguise. Ooh, that's interesting. I think she's got her wig on. She was disguised in the high man's view, but she wasn't really disguised at the dinner with Deneb. She's got that wig. Yeah, she had the wig. There's an odd small person of varying appearances that has been with Carlisle and Bork. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and there's also like another half of the thruples. So there's yeah. hopefully as far as they know, there's like six people running around. They've only <laughs> three at one time. So, yeah. Yeah. I knew it was a good idea to say that. <laughs> so the bouncer kind of looks over. It's like, uh, I haven't seen you guys here before. No, I am new to town. All right, tensions. Nyx pulls out tensions and hands it over. Is that tensions total or per person? Are you asking me or are you asking the bouncer? Is that tensions total or per person? What does your heart tell you? Total. And Nyx hands over tensions. (laughs) The bouncer kind of smirks. He's like, I'll remember you. Ooh, thank you. I will remember you. Thank you. And (laughs) Nyx goes inside to find a seat. Go inside, you find a seat. It's definitely busier here than the last time you were there. But you have the same waiter as you had last time. What can I get you all to eat and drink? 
I would like... What was that blood drink called? Shoot, somewhere in my notes. You weren't given a name for that one. It was just brought to you by the bar. I would like whatever the bartender feels as though I would enjoy. And your largest, rawest meat meal. So you're looking for rare ravage bear? Yes, but you don't necessarily even have to cook it. Trust me, when we say rare, we just mean we threatened it with the flame. That sounds perfect. How many pounds or other local unit of measure for weight? <laughs> just a standard serving. Like, holds out like her hands like this. She's like, this big? <laughs> if you're looking for something that large, we can certainly accommodate you. Something like that's probably going to run you close to 30 shins, though. Yes, that sounds great. 30 shins worth of rare Ravage Bear. All right. So just so you know, that'll be 30 shins for the Ravage Bear and 12 shins for the drink. And uh, how about you, Miss? She looks at Cha-Cha. Hello. I would like one glass of milk, and I would also like a serving of bread. Now Cha-Cha gets, like, side-eye from Nyx. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, waiter drops down. All right, we can start with that. And she steps away and goes off to put in the order. The milk is probably going to be either um, a neem milk. Actually, she comes back. She's like, do you want a neem milk or malik milk? Which one sounds the most tasty? <laughs> Malik milk is a little a little thicker. It's a little creamier, so it has a bit more flavor. And we let it curdle just the right amount so that you get the maximum flavor from it. I do like things that are thick and creamy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly. Malik milk coming right up. I just got to think that Chacha has like a slew of voices that she does for like her puppet shows and things like that. And that Dilly has heard this voice mm -hmm. before. And I know not, Dilly's not with us. Mm -hmm. But it, it's his least favorite. <laughs> Dilly, like, looks up from his desk, like, what? I sense happening? a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> he's, just, he's just in the middle of it. He suddenly, like, shudders. He gets, like, a chill up his spine and shakes. Like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah, imagine an entire campaign of that voice. I could do it, listeners. I just need your support. <laughs> Nix will lean in close to Chacha and say, What name are you going with? I don't know yet. I just thought we were supposed to talk like that. Yeah, no, it's good. I feel like you might be like a Candace. Oh, or? Or like a Darlene. Veronica? Veronica. No, yes, that's perfect. If they ever ask for my name, we'll see what happens. But they might ask me for your name when I'm not with you, so I feel like we should decide. Oh, that's a good point. So if they're like, who's your companion? And I'm like, Veronica. But you're like feeling Candace when they ask you your name. We just say that I'm Veronica Candace then. Okay, you're Veronica Candace. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you go by Ronnie or by Candy for short? Here are your drinks. And the just comes over, Hans sets those down again in front of you. And Nix, it is that carbonated blood again. Nix will take a sip and then she'll say, What is the name of this beverage? We call it the bread special here. Thank you. You'd be surprised how many people actually like that kind of drink. You wouldn't think it would be as popular as it is. Oh, I did not realize it was so popular, but I see why. Mm -hmm. Usually it's it's not humans ordering it. It's usually abhumans, and we get a few of those here and there, or at least non-humans. She kind of meets your eyes and is like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yes, it all fits. <laughs> and here is your Moloch milk. And it does look thick and creamy. In fact, there is, like, one tiny little, like, curd floating in the middle of it. Oh, joy! Something to chew on! <laughs> well, we always say, if it's if there isn't something that you chew on, it isn't creamy enough. <laughs> That's a great saying! So, what brings you guys here? Obviously, I, I haven't seen you here before, but, you know, what brings you to the High Man's View today? We are new to town. And staying at the Mesa Summit. And, well, this place is famous. Okay. So you've met Marta then? Yes. She does the check-in. <laughs> yeah. That she does. That she does. Yes. And we have also... Well, oh, continue. I'm going to go check on your food. Thank you. So they wander off. You do see in this 
place it's busy you do see on the far side of the high man's view Tarek is talking with people at a table and sharing a drink with them I mean, Ixa's goal with this lunch is really just to sort of be in the vicinity if imp shit goes down. Well, it's funny you say that, because right about the time the waiter brings back your food and sets down the ravaged bear steak in front of Nix, and it's like the size of a porterhouse, essentially. Nice. And it's a huge porterhouse, like one of those things, like it's almost like a gag order at a rich steakhouse. It's the kind of thing you would probably like split between normally like two or three people. And they bring just this delicious crusty bread to cha-cha. And they set it down, and that's when screams start erupting from up above. And that's where we'll end this episode. This feels like a Nyx-heavy episode, so Nyx. It was. Stace, right? Um, Yes, I'm Stace. (laughs) So I gotta say, like, with the reputation that abhumans have in most of Navarine, that, like... Nyx getting to be herself in that way and have it be accepted and lean into it is is actually pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And she's definitely going to eat that ravaged bear steak the way she eats a body. Hell yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, careful, because mm-hmm. now would be a bad time to have a food nap. Would it be big enough to do that? Does everything Nyx eats go to the maw, or is it just humans? I don't think you know. All right, fine. She'll eat it delicately and slowly. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyway, the announcer voice of Cha-Cha and Nyx is like, I'm going to talk like my parents taught me. Is um, <laughs> really funny. I love it. It's just like the chaos. Very cool. I also want to point something out. I don't think we rolled a single die this episode. Oh, shit, we didn't. Oh, fuck. This is all RP, mm-hmm. so that's very cool. Oh, that is dope. The click-clack math rocks mm-hmm. are angry. You're going to step on a D4. No nat ones for Dan. But no nat 20s either. Yeah. That's true. It's dope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun with Nick's and the Imps. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, that's been a blast, too. Mm-hmm. So we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you would really dig. This week it is my turn, and I will offer you all an XP if you read the book The Gone World. By Thomas Sweaterlich, as I think how you pronounce it. I'll obviously have the name in the show notes and things like that. But this book is, uh, it's described as Inception meets True Detective, but I think that doesn't quite get it across. This is sort of a sci-fi thriller, and the main protagonist is this woman named Shannon Moss, who's part of a essentially classified department of NCIS. She's a naval investigator, and the premise of this is that the Navy, way, way long ago, discovered a way of working with deep space and deep time, doing these explorations through quantum realities to essentially get to like distant, distant parts of the galaxy and the universe for exploration and traveling through time, specifically traveling through the possible futures and The problem that they have discovered is that there is an event called the Terminus, which is essentially a sort of bizarre, like almost like gonzo, like extra dimensional extinction event for humanity. And the real problem is, is that every time that they find the Terminus in their time travel explorations, it keeps getting sooner. Mm. But in the midst of that threat, Shannon's job is she is involved in investigating issues related to people that were associated with the agency. Like, so as people try to rejoin civilian life, if something goes wrong, she will sometimes be tapped to investigate those incidences and, you know, use the tools available to try to solve the cases. So a lot of times, like searching through these quantum futures to try to find clues that she can bring back to the present. And she is sent out to a murder investigation where one of these former explorers, essentially, is suspected of killing a bunch of people in the family. And, you know, or maybe he's been abducted himself. And so it turns into this sort of like cat and mouse game where she is trying to find out who killed this both in the present as well as exploring possible futures and things like that and it's it's super cool because it's quantum worlds and things like that so like one of the things that she has to worry about is that like if she is exploring like a future time like obviously her division of the navy is there to support her but there's a big risk that like if anybody 
in that possible future figures out what she's doing, they might figure out that when she leaves this possible future, it will disappear. And so she has to avoid capture by other government and military entities that may see her as a threat at the same time. So it's very, very cool. It's really well written. I have a few quibbles with the epilogue, but otherwise like it is just a really good sci-fi thriller with a cool female protagonist. And yeah, so I would highly recommend people read The Gone World. Cool. I was definitely distracted for a little bit when you said sweater lich. And I was imagining a lich in a cozy sweater. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Which sounds really cozy. I love it. Give me that sweater lich. Yeah. Not not a lot of like muscle and bone or muscle and skin, right? For a lich. So you'd think that they would need a sweater. Mm-hmm. It is sweater weather. Yeah. They get cold easy. <laughs> if people wanted to tell us what they think of the gone world or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? Well, shit, Google us and you'll see that we have a website, explorerswanted.fm. On there, you can find our socials. On Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcasts. But really, the best way to uh, hang out with us online is come to our Discord, floorswanted.fm slash Discord. We'll bring you there without too much trouble. And just come talk to us about whatever whatever you got. I am dunking on NASA, because NASA used to be the top result when you ex- Google Explorers Wanted. But now it's us. Eat it, NASA. <laughs> But also, if it is within your means and you feel like supporting us financially, you can do so at patreon.com slash explorers wanted. You get some cool stuff there. But if you just want the cool stuff, die hard dice, use our code explorers wanted to get 10% off. That helps support us and get you some dope, dope dice. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. The best thing you could do is to tell your friends and family and everyone else you know why you like the show, why they should listen to it, why they would enjoy it. Second best thing to do is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory like Apple Podcasts or Podchaser. That makes such a huge difference to people finding the show. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, there's something special about autumn. That cool breeze and wet drizzle that tells you that everything green around you will soon be going to sleep or even perishing, only to be buried in the coming snow. But that's just an illusion. The only one dying is you. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. Damn, Daniel. (laughs) Check out them white fans. People can find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. I'm still stuck on that sweater lich. I'm at Slam Potato. I'm now revisiting the BDSM chicken. I'm Realty Unicorn on Twitter and Two with the Unicorn on Twitch. All right, that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.